1: everyone and welcome to All Creatures Kids Podcast. This is Angie and we're going to have some fun today. We'll be talking about one of the coolest invertebrate sea creatures that is almost out of this world if you ask me. And we'll also be talking about one of our favorite furry companions at home. I'm super excited to be hosting this special episode of All Creatures Kids Because my first guest is Ruby, and she lives in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Ruby is going to be talking to us today all about the cat. Yes, you heard it right. The domestic cat that we all know and love. So be prepared to learn all things kitty cats. And my second guest is Darby. She lives in Boise, Idaho, And get ready for it. She's going to be talking to us today all about the incredible, crafty, and intelligent octopus. Yay! I just love octopus. So let's get this All Creatures Kids podcast party off to a perfect start. I'm super excited about my next guest on All Creatures Podcast Kid Edition, Ruby will be talking all about cats. And not only will she be talking about cats, Ruby is literally a cat expert. She has loved cats her entire life. And she's going to share with us some amazing facts. So hey, Ruby, how are you?
2: I am great. How are you?
1: Oh, thank! That's so nice for asking. Thank you. I am doing really good because I'm so excited to learn all about cats today.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for you to learn too.
1: Cool. And can you let our listeners know how old you are?
2: I'm like ten.
1: Okay, and so you must. What grade are you in? Is that? I'm in fourth. Fourth grade. I loved fourth grade. Oh, that was a great time. That's actually when I started really riding horses for the first time. So, oh, wow. I, yeah, fourth grade was awesome for me. So, now, I have to ask this right away. Why is the cat your favorite? And why did you become a cat expert?
2: All right. So, I started loving cats, like, when I was really little. So, I mean, I don't exactly remember why I started. I just started. Um. Anyway, I just... One of the reasons, I mean, like, probably three out of the a million reasons why I love them is, well, one, because their personalities, for example, like, <clears throat> how curious they are. I mean, like, I know that can be sometimes dangerous, like that saying, curiosity killed the cat, but then there's that other one you probably haven't heard of that said, satisfaction brought her back, and that. I I like that part better because like curio- black curiosity can be a great thing, you know. I also love cats because they're so they're so cute. You know, like how can you resist them?
1: No, that face or kittens. I think I mean kittens are probably one of the cutest baby animals out there.
2: Yeah, definitely. Also, they're really brave to, like, they can jump, like, five times their height. Maybe even more. That's like a superpower.
1: I can't do that.
2: Yeah. Like, one time my cat was just, like, randomly walking. Then from a sitting position, he jumps up, like, onto the door. And it was so weird. Like, (laughs) I I don't even know how he did it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Wow. And now... Cats are domestic animals, so it's kind of like a trick question but where like where do they live? Well, where are they from
2: actually, um, where are they from? They're from the wild, technically mm-hmm. because um in the wild, so you know how cats usually well, a lot of the time they have bright colored coats, right right. In the wild, before they were domesticated, they actually had darker coats because they needed to blend in.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, so they needed to blend in with the environment to be able to hunt and stuff. But then once people started taking them in, then um, they realized they didn't need that dark coat anymore. So um, they grew lighter for
1: yeah, and so domestic cats they're found all throughout the world now, right? In all different yeah.
2: countries. But you can also still find wild cats in the woods or strays. Strays mm-hmm. mostly in the alleyways, digging in the trash. Actually yeah. um people think what attracted cats to our houses was prey, but it's actually our trash that attracted us. I mean attracted them, not us, obviously. Mm-hmm hmm Um, yeah. Um, they also, like, they have a really good sense of smell, and that's how they got attracted. Like, oh,
1: so, yeah, we should probably make sure we keep our trash away, right?
2: Yeah. Not attract them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sort of like raccoons, they do that.
1: Yeah. And now, when we think of a cat, we all think of our, our a house cat that uh, you may have at your home. And how many cats do you have at your house?
2: I have two, Two. Melanie and Tarzan.
1: Oh, Melanie and Tarzan. I love those names.
2: Tarzan Uh, is the one that jumped up on the door.
1: And now Ruby, our cats at home, like Tarzan and Melanie, right? Is that the other one's name? Uh, They have different colors. And can you comment a little bit on like the different breeds or types of domestic cats?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I obviously can't name them all because there's, I don't know, probably millions. But um, I can name a bunch, like um, the Calico, my favorite breed. The Ragdoll. Actually, the Ragdoll um, only usually has only one type of color eye, which is blue. Cool. Um, yeah. My friend has the Ragdoll, and she's really pretty. <laughs> yeah, and another breed is the Sphinx who actually doesn't have any for at all, which Ooh, is interesting. Some people think they're creepy, but there's all kinds of cats. And I don't, I think all of them are cute. Don't you?
1: I agree a hundred percent. I think they're all cute. I love, I like Siamese a lot too. And yeah, I don't, I just don't really, I, I don't even any of them hair, no hair, big, small, skinny, fat, small, tall. I love all kitty cats and no, nothing beats a kitten that's for sure uh,
2: definitely me too
1: and now with all of your experience owning them and researching about them do you have any other like fun facts about them
2: well actually yeah um so their eyesight about that um they actually can't see in color like we do
1: Ooh, interesting
2: so, yeah so i i'm actually not sure about this but um I'm just, this is a question I have, like, is that why they're always, like, when, so, for example, when you give them a treat, they don't just sometimes go right to it. They kind of sniff around the floor, like, they can't really see it that well. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing maybe that's why, because they can't see in color as well as we do.
1: Sure, that's um, interesting.
2: Because they were hunters, they did have, um, they had, like, certain eyesight. So for example, they could see in colors that we couldn't, like ultraviolets. So um there's also I used to watch this show called The Lion in Your Living Room and um they had this uh, um section about eyesight and it had this um like this part where you can see from a cat's vision And it was really weird. Like, (laughs) everything was just black and white. But you can also see, like, ultraviolet. It was just so
0: cool.
1: That's like another superpower. And, man, these guys, they can jump high, see an ultraviolet. Wow, that is incredible. And you mentioned that they're hunters. So does that make them omnivores, herbivores, or carnivores?
2: I think that... Maybe, I think they're both, because, well, some of their treats, I mean, when they were in the wild, they Mm -hmm. were just eating meat, but now humans, like, take them in, now they're domesticated, so that means that they sometimes have to eat not only meat, but sometimes, like, uh, like other kinds of foods. For example, like their treats might have some sort of veggie, cat veggie yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Also, um, milk, they drink milk um, when they're domesticated.
1: Mm-hmm. Great point. I give
2: my cats milk, but um, if you give them too much, they'll probably get sick.
1: Yeah. And now my favorite thing to always talk about is behavior. I love talking about animal behavior. And since... We live with cats, and we know a lot about their behavior. What do you? What are some of the behaviors that cats might express when they're happy, and or when they're like angry?
2: <laughs> this is my one of my favorite categories too. So, um, when they're happy, they usually purr. But um, I'm not sure if you know this, but when they purr, they can also actually be like worried or scared or in pain.
0: Interesting. So, like, okay.
2: if, if like they're gonna be given away or something, that would be very sad. But, um, if they're gonna be given away, then they might purr, um, which means they're probably worried or scared about it. Um, and when they're mad, a lot of the time they flick their tail um or oh if um yeah if they're worried or nervous or in pain they would also flick their tail uh anyway if they're mad they would flick their tail and they would also hiss maybe or growl like if they were feeling more brave i i think they'd probably hiss like at other cats maybe and for growling, I think it's mostly the same thing. But also, um, if they are very brave, they do it
0: um, to humans.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they have they have claws. So what would they do with their claws when they're mad?
0: They would
2: probably unsheath them, which means they basically bring them out. Um, mm-hmm. They do that by, like, stretching their whole arm or leg um and they their claws basically come out when they do that and but if you're if you have a house cat you definitely want to cut their claws
1: yeah you trim them or they get really long and then my cat's scratching on my sofa right now so I have to (laughs) always keep her nails nice and trimmed so she won't do that naughty bear bear
2: (laughs) My cats, um, for some reason, they they um, don't really scratch on furniture that much.
1: That's awesome. You have well-trained kitty cats.
2: But I did used to have this cat named Moonlight, and we used to have this, like, really old chair, and he used to scratch at it so much. Yeah. And then um, when he died, we still had the chair, and it, it was, like, torn apart. So we mm-hmm. kind of just brought it to the dump.
1: And. Ruby, since you are a cat expert and you've owned them for forever and you love them, if somebody at home thinks they want a cat but doesn't have one right now, are they easy to take care of or hard to take care of? or What's your recommendation?
2: I think that they're in the middle. I mean, sometimes they're just really easy. They sleep a lot. Um, But they're also hard because you have to if you keep them inside which we do with my cats you have to do the litter which is really gross i have to do it on tuesdays and thursdays um but you yeah they're also really easy because they sleep a lot most of the time you also have to feed them in the morning my cats are like all over my parents when it's time for their food
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so when you say that, when they're wanting their food, what are some of the behaviors they display to show your mom and dad or you that they want food?
2: Well, uh, when my, in the middle of the day when I'm at school, my mom's at work. My dad um, works from home, so he's just in his office, and he usually keeps the door open so my cats can just wander in there, and they usually, like, climb on top of him and climb on his keyboard and, yeah. and meow. Mm-hmm. I know. My,
1: mine, when it's breakfast time, they'll actually knock their bowls off the little platform that they're on.
0: Oh, yeah. that's like, so funny.
1: They're like, come on, lady. Get with the program. It's time to eat. Yeah. And so, yes. And then uh, one of them will circle me around the refrigerator so just to make sure I don't forget. Yeah. So they're fun. I mean, they really have a lot of behaviors. But they they can be high maintenance And as far as, like you said, feeding and cleaning the litter and then the cost of taking them to the veterinarian. And so it's not... I always encourage people that love animals and love pets to do their research before they, they get a pet to know if it's like a good fit for their family. Because as you mentioned, the last thing you want to do is to to adopt a cat or get a cat and then get rid of it because it doesn't fit in your family. So it's it's good. To, just like Ruby, expert Ruby, always do your research before you get a cat or any pet, right?
0: Yep.
2: Um, when we adopted my two cats, um, they made us take, like, this survey where, like, they ask you, um, does your family have any allergies to cats? Um, do you have, like, any fears? Um, like, um, stuff like that. I kind of forget all the questions, but, I mean, stuff like that. And then, um, maybe, like, a couple weeks later, you get an email whether, um, they let you adopt the cat or not. And yeah. fortunately we did get an email that we could adopt. Um, Yay. These two.
1: awesome. Yeah. And that's just the shelters. That's good that they do that. They're trying to make sure that you're right fit. And thank goodness you were right fit, uh, for your two kitties. Uh, and so do you have any other fun facts about cats that, uh, you're dying to tell our listeners?
2: Oh, um, yeah, there's one. Um, this is actually really interesting. Um, other than meow, cats can actually make over 90 different sounds. Hold on, what?
1: No way. How yeah. was that? Nine or 90? Nine 90. With a zero? Yes. Ruby, my mind is blown. I had no idea.
2: I know, right?
1: Oh my goodness. That is so cool. So these cats, Let's let's kind of just do a quick review. They can jump really high, five times their height. They have yep. they can see an ultraviolet and they have ninety different vocalizations.
2: Yeah. That's incredible, I know, right? Like <sighs> you, you think they can just like meow like wow and they can purr, but that's not all. Like they can I mean, I don't actually know how that's possible, but um I'm sure it is.
1: Oh, that sounds incredible. And so that leads me to one of my last questions. What do you want to be when you grow up? Do you want to be a cat researcher, a cat shelter owner, um, a veterinarian, or none of the above, or all of the above? Any ideas on what you want to do when you grow up?
2: (sighs) I haven't completely decided, but one of um, my dreams is um, becoming a pop star. And I would probably write songs about cats.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. I think being a pop star, writing and singing about cats would be amazing. In general, being a pop star is amazing because then you could help save, like, millions of cats, too. So Because you'd have, like, so much money, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. Before,
2: well- before I was a pop star, um, like, maybe when I'm a teenager, I will probably – or definitely volunteer at animal shelters and donate a lot to them.
1: That a girl. Ruby, you are a cat rock star, man. Thank you so much for talking to me today all about cats and your love and passion about kitty cats. And hopefully everybody listening now will go look at some cute cat pictures and videos and think of Ruby and I just want to say thank you so much for being so nice and hanging out with me today.
2: Thank you too.
1: All right. Bye Ruby. Bye. I'm really excited for my next guest. This is Darby. She's going to be talking to us all about the octopus. Hello Darby. Are you there? Yes. Hi, sweetie. How are you? Good. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on All Creatures Kids today. Can you please tell us how old you are?
0: I'm six and a half. I six
1: and seven. a half. Wow. You're about the same age as my son, Xander. Six and a half is a fun age. Darby, do you have any pets at home?
0: Mm-hmm. I what
1: kind of pets?
0: We have a boxer named Rude, and we have a one-month-old, a three-month-old box, oh, a three-month-old doodle mixed with a poodle and a lab. Oh my goodness! You have a puppy at home, and his name's Arlo. Arlo, the puppy. You
1: are so lucky. I wish I had a puppy at home. Wow, well you make sure and give Arlo a big snuggle for me, okay?
0: I will.
1: Thank you. And besides puppies and octopuses, do you have any other
0: favorite animals? Actually I try to have a fish at home too. Um but my favorite animal is a puppy.
1: A puppy. Yes. They're they're one of my top five too for sure. There's nothing cute. And, cuter. Dogs. and dogs. puppies and dogs. Awesome. So you're going to talk to us all today about octopus. Mm-hmm. Why did you pick the octopus?
0: Because they're really cool creatures.
1: They are. I think I, Darby, I'm going to be honest here. I think they're probably one of the coolest creatures on the planet.
0: They are.
1: So you've been doing a lot of research the past couple of days about octopus. Can you? Tell our audience some facts about octopus.
0: Well, the blue ringed octopus they live in the, per- um, the, uh, Australia mm-hmm. So that's where like one of the pretty much a lot of deadly creatures live. Pretty much where a lot of deadly creatures live, and they when they um are scared <laughs> they have blue rings on. They have blue
1: rings on them when they get scared. Yeah, the, the the uh blue rings turn into like bright blue neon circles on their body. They're beautiful.
0: That's why they're called the blue ring octopus. But they're exactly. very
1: poisonous. Oh. Mhm. They are. They're very uh. Yes, that's what I I've learned about blue ring octopuses. They can be dangerous to handle. You don't you don't want one of those as a pet, do you?
0: I would not.
1: You would not. I agree. So is a blue ringed octopus, is it big or is it small? Can you describe it a little bit more?
0: I would say small medium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And what makes an octopus an octopus?
0: They have a lot of squiggly arms.
1: They They do. Do they have seven arms, ten arms? I can't remember. Eight. Eight. Okay eight arms that's right and now what do what does a blue ring octopus eat
0: um crustaceans crustaceans
1: that's such a huge big word good for you yeah like shrimp and and crabs and stuff like that
0: the, um so they had another type of name that was octopodo octopoda. Wow. It was
1: octopoda. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's probably the family they're in. Uh, very cool. And in Tarby, did you learn any other really cool facts about octopus besides, well, the blue ringed octopus besides that it's venomous and it has blue rings and they eat crustaceans and have eight arms? What else did you learn?
0: Um, They can fit into really, 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 really really tiny holes. They can fit, and they're really, really, really smart.
1: They're very smart. And do you know why they can fit in tiny holes? Do they have Do they have bones like us? Do they have big, hard arm and leg bones like us? No. No, that's right. They're invertebrates, which means they don't have any bones. So therefore, they can fit into little tiny spaces like you said. And they are super smart. There's all these amazing stories about how they're able to solve problems and recognize people. And there's this one story about an octopus where it even knows to escape from its cage when the zookeepers or the aquarium keepers aren't around. And then it runs back or crawls back into its cage in the morning before the uh, aquarium keepers get there. It's so smart, right?
0: Yeah, super smart.
1: Super smart. And now, do octopus, do they usually live by themselves or do they live like in a family group?
0: I would say by themselves.
1: Yeah, I think they usually live by themselves. And did you come across the fact of whether a blue ring octopus, is it endangered or are any octopus endangered?
0: Uh, I would say yes and no with that because I only lived to about two years for
1: one year. Oh, yeah, they don't—they don't have a very long lifespan. That's true. Um, yes, and how many species of octopus are there?
0: Um, uh, take a guess. A hundred.
1: So you are so close. You are like the octopus expert. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit more than a hundred, but it's about three hundred species of octopus. And we don't really know a lot about how many of them are endangered or not, but we do know that we want to keep our octopus safe in the ocean, don't we? Mm -hmm.
0: They also have have three hearts and nine brains. Wait, they have three hearts and five brains? No No. way. No, they have, they kind of have nine brains, but they actually have... Um one but the brains in
1: their tentacles are kind of big like
0: brains but like yeah. brains yeah
1: i've heard that before they have like yeah each little ten each one of their eight tentacles kind of acts like a brain so they therefore almost have mm-hmm. not how many brains do we have
0: one
1: one and you mentioned that they have octopus have three hearts
0: that's yeah
1: crazy how many hearts do you have One. One. Wow. Octopus are so cool. Oh, they're one of my favorite animals. I just love them. Such unique, such unique biology. Now, because they're so cool and they have all these amazing things that they do from having three hearts to nine brains, uh, why should people save octopus? Like, why should we take care of them in the oceans?
0: Um, because they, I don't, I don't really know.
1: Well, you could. You can always just say because they're so cool.
0: They are really cool.
1: They are really cool. Yes, definitely. People should take care of the octopus and the ocean because we need more octopus in our lives with all these fun facts and they're super intelligent and they're really, they come in all sh- colors, right? In all sizes.
0: They can camouflage too.
1: They can camouflage. And what does that mean to camouflage?
0: It means, it means like they, like, their surroundings; they can, they can um, be the same color as them to hide from predators, sharks, and eels and dolphins.
1: Yeah, they can. Yeah, they basically can turn colors to hide in rocks or wherever they need to. That which can we do that? Can us humans do that?
0: We're not going really as far as yeah. We're not yeah. as amazing
1: as animals. We are definitely not as amazing as animals. I agree with you for sure. And do you have any other
0: amazing facts about octopus? Um, but they, their heads kind of look like balloons. That's
1: one thing. Their heads definitely kind of look like balloons. Yes, that's why they're called cephalopods. So, yeah, their heads are pods. Which is super cute. I love them. I love their shapes.
0: We watched a show about octopuses, and we saw them fighting. Oh. They, they both won the rock that one was sitting on, so they were fighting.
1: And what does an octopus fight look like?
0: Um, So they kind of are um, side, and they just fight with their tentacles, kind of. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Wow, that must be p- pretty crazy with... Eight each having eight arms, so sixteen arms going at each other. That's kind of wild, right? Hopefully, hopefully they were they were okay after the their little disagreement, though, right?
0: Yeah, but then a, sm- a much smaller octopus one. It, so instead, he had a sneak attack.
1: Ooh, yeah, got smaller. Yeah, you got to be careful of those sneak attacks out there. That is awesome. Well Darby, you have been such a pleasure to talk about and I've learned so much about octopus today. Oh my goodness. Octopus have lots of brains, three hearts, they camouflage, they fit into small places cuz they don't have a backbone or any bones for that matter. Uh and some of them are venomous and they like to eat fish and other crustaceans. They live in oceans all over the world and I Appreciate you coming here and talking to me so much. I have one last really important question for you. Are you uh, ready? I do
0: too. I have two.
1: You have, you have two questions for me? Mm-hmm.
0: Not they're not really questions, but oh okay. For
1: you. Okay, so you go first. What do you want to tell me?
0: So I wrote a paper that I wrote on the front. It says, "Um, I already told you about that," but the bottom says. But my real name is Ofty. That's what the paper really says.
1: Oh, I love that. Thank
0: and you. If they didn't have the suction cups on them, then they would die because otherwise their tentacles are really slippery. So if they didn't have the suction cups, they couldn't get food and all that.
1: That is so true. They need their suction cups to get their food and to help them move around. It's really important, right? Yeah. Oh, Darby, you are such a smart girl, and you love wildlife. I can tell, don't you?
0: Mm -hmm. My mom was a zookeeper.
1: Your mom was a zookeeper. Your mom is pretty awesome taking care of zoo animals. And so what do you think you want to be when you grow up?
0: A veterinarian, a police officer, and I also want to be a zookeeper, a pancake maker, and I can't say all
1: of them. Wow. Well, you know what? You're going to be the best zookeeper, pancake maker, police officer, and there was, what was the other one? <laughs>
0: veterinarian.
1: Veterinarian, right. One of the most important. And You're a gonna, diver. A and a oh. Yeah. You can do all of that, and you keep studying and working hard. And it will pay off and maybe someday you can make pancakes for me.
0: Like they say, the more work, the more money.
1: (laughs) That is true. That is very true.
0: (laughs) Darby, it's been a pleasure.
1: All right, sweetie, take care. We'll talk again soon, okay? Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Wow, friends. I'm just still thinking about the octopus and how in love I am with them. They're just just one of my favorite sea creatures. So I, wow, this was just such a good episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to Ruby and Darby. I think they had fun. I know I had fun. Hopefully you, the listener, had a good time. And hopefully you learned a lot about your pet kitty cats at home and the amazing octopus. It's really, really important to keep our oceans clean and protected, so that octopus and all other sea creatures can live healthy and happy life swimming around our oceans. And I just want to give a huge, huge thank you to Ruby from Plymouth, Massachusetts, and to Darby from Boise, Idaho, for spending time doing the research and talking with us today. And of course, to you, all of our friends listening out there, you guys are conservation heroes yourself. Just by listening, learning, loving, and conserving all creatures. So big thank you to you who's listening at home. Share some of the fun facts you learned today with your friends and family. And if you know someone who's interested in becoming an All Creatures Kid expert and being interviewed on the podcast, please send me, Angie, an email at allcreatureskidspod at gmail.com. And feel free to visit our website to learn more about the creatures you know and love and want to conserve at allcreaturespod.com. Thank you.